Please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Kyle Jones. I am joined here in the KCOU studios by Cole Tusing and Chance Sticklin. And you are listening to Triple Threat here on this dreary Thursday, kind of morning, kind of noon, sort of hour. We're going to take you all the way up through your lunch break. So stay tuned for some great sport talk and action. Cole, how has your week been going so far? How has your syllabus week been treating you? You know, so this week, you know, not too bad right now. You know, going my junior, so I feel like I've got a good handle on things. Of course, Chance is the senior in the group, so I feel like he's got more handle than you and I because, of course, we're both juniors. Yep, Chance, how's Silly Week treating you? If Cole would turn on my it's a great start to the show. Anyway, no, it's good to be back here in the studio with you guys. Um, yeah, it's been very busy, and it's uh, only Thursday. We've only had, <laughs> it's only day four. Um, but, yeah, I've got a lot going on between classes, the dog, a house, Making sure I don't miss any meetings. Yeah, how's, that, how's that dog going? He's doing well. He's getting bigger. He's uh, becoming more acclimated to the new house. Of course, we were at the apartment, and so now he's moving over. Um, but things are going well in the Stickland household, so looking forward to a fantastic semester with you guys. All right, good stuff. Let's start things out hot with our fantasy football hot spot. Cole, you've got a little game you want to play because fantasy football is coming up. The NFL season is about to start. And we are your number one source for any sort of NFL information here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. We are online at KCOU.FM, so you can catch us wherever you wind up as long as you got that Wi-Fi connection. I also want to throw one more thing out there for a lot of listeners. There's also an app called the TuneIn app. And if you're out and about... Type in KCOU in the search bar, and it'll come up the first thing. Just hit the play button, and whatever is live on the air, you will be able to listen to whatever students are producing at that time and point in the day. Yep, so no matter where you are on Earth, you've got the TuneIn app, got a little Wi-Fi connection. If you can get to KCOU.FM or that app, heck, you can be in Greenland and still listen to us. But without further ado, Cole, your game, good sir. Well, gentlemen... This is a game I like to call the first edition on Triple Threat on KCU 81.1 FM. And this is the game known, of course, as 0 to 100. So, of course, NFL season, fancy football, college football, the whole football shebang is coming at you this weekend. Of course, NFL preseason, all that stuff. So, what we're going to be doing is a game I like to call the first edition of 0 to 100. So, I'm going to give you a few quarterbacks, a few running backs, a few wide receivers, a few tight ends, a few defenses. And you're going to tell me zero, like you should draft them, you should have them on your team, or 100, you should have them. So zero, you shouldn't, that you should pass on them, or 100, you should get them. So ready to begin? Let's Absolutely. Do it. do it. All right. So to quarterbacks, number one, of course, you know, people may think I hate them, but number one is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Patty Max 100, got to have him. Oh, Max out at 100, of course, is a Chiefs fan. All right. So that was pretty simple. All right. How about... This guy, number quarterback, quarterback number two, Ben Roethlisberger. I'm gonna put him as a 50. He's he's gonna be he'll be good for you if you if you pick him up. But in terms of quarterbacks, I there there's so many better guys that you could get. I agree with that, Kyle. He is a veteran quarterback, 
but with all the young talent in the league, Jared Goff, I could I could go down a list of them. Patrick Mahomes, like we've already mentioned, um, I'd put him at about a seventy-five. All right, so you know, middle tier. What about this one, which should be a little interesting conversation? Eli Manning. Ooh. Okay. So this, I, I'm gonna put him kind of same sort of area as Big Ben. I'm gonna say he's he's another fifty guy, because um, he's not gonna be putting up the numbers you need. But he is consistent, and so if you do need a little bit of a quality boost, maybe even on the bench, he might be the guy you go for. But once again, there's better quarterbacks out there to pick up. My brother is a huge New York Giants fan. Uh, he gets a sad zero, though. He is done. Um, he's reached his. I think he's reached his peak in the NFL. I think it's time to move on in New York. So that's my that's my opinion. All right, interesting. So this is gonna be the final one of the quarterbacks, Derek Carr. Oh, I I pass on him. He's a zero for me. I I don't think I think that that team. If you're if you're looking at the if you're looking at the Oakland Raiders, I would not unless you have to draft a single Oakland Raiders player this season. That that ship ain't sailing very well. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's a full zero for me. I think he's more in the yeah I think thirty to forty range. Um, I think Oakland doesn't have a very strong season this season especially in the AFC West with the uh, with LA and Kansas City kind of really taking over that division in the West um, so I think a 30 is comfortable for me alright I think that's fair Cole All shall right. we continue we shall continue so now that's the quarterbacks now the running back so number one is going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler James Conner, who had a great year last year because of Le'Veon Bell, you know, wanted to sit out, wanted the money situation. So James Conner had a great year stepping in for Le'Veon Bell, but now that Le'Veon Bell is in the Jets, how does James Conner, is he a zero or a hundred? I'm going to put him at, I'm going to put another 50. Middle of the line guy. I He's not someone I specifically would take, but... He could be one of those guys who winds up making a splash. And I would suggest that wait it out a few weeks. If he shows up week one or two, pick him up on that waiver wire. But if not, I wouldn't touch him. Yeah, I like that point. Kind of wait around to see what he can do. Uh, He produced 973 yards in 2018, 12 touchdowns. um, Drafted in, of course, the round three in the 2017 NFL draft. Um, I think I'd 60 is where I'd go with James Conner. Cole. All right. So this is again, another interesting guy who had, you know, kind of a breakout year last year. Philip Lindsay on the Broncos. Well, I took him on my squad. So I guess I kind of had to say a hundred though. I was very hesitant about it. I, I put him more around 60, 75 because I think he, he, he could have a good year, but I might wind up shipping him off. Uh, about three weeks into the season if he doesn't do well. I've got a tricky answer. I'm going to go 50-50 because guess what? I've never heard of the player. So really? I'm going to go, I'm gonna go 50-50 um, because I can't say whether he's good or bad for all of our listeners. So I'm going to go 50-50. All right. So this is an interesting one on my because he is a former Chicago Bear. I think you know what I'm going to say. The Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. All right. Um, I mean, honestly... At the running back position, there's there's guys who are better than him, frankly. Um, I'd, I'd put him down more of a 25. Not an absolute zero. Don't absolutely pass on him. If you have to get him on the waiver wire, you know, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. But there's better guys. Yeah, I definitely agree. There's more, there's more talent. But that's not to exclude him 
by any stretch. Um, I go mm, 40 would be my pick. Adrian Peterson. Mm, that's 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 a zero. He's done. I, I'm I'm firmly in the camp that he is done. Kyle is stuck to that. He is done. Um, I don't think he's completely done. I think he's got a little more left in the gas tank, um, but not much. So, Cole, I go with 20. So as we go to the Nets position on the wide receivers, this is a guy you know him, you kind of love him, Antonio Brown. Once again, he's an Oakland Raider. Don't touch Oakland Raiders <laughs> this year. Still a zero. Also, he might not even play. If he can't find his right helmet, he's just going to flat out quit. So I wouldn't even mess with that. That's too much stress on my team. And what's funny about that is I guarantee you all three of our opinions would be entirely different if he, if he was still with Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Without the, oh, hel without the yeah. helmet to limit all that. If he I was in Pittsburgh, give me 100. That's what I'm saying. I Oh, exactly. I think that with now the helmet, now the Oakland, like you said to your point, Kyle, uh, yeah, definitely zero with me too. All right, this guy who... Who knows how much longer he'll be in the NFL. Larry Fitzgerald. Mm, 50. Because I always I always have a little bit of hope in Larry Fitz. Because he's always quality, but he's getting up there. This is probably he, he should probably be done after this year. But there's always that one off chance that he just like has a game against the Chargers and goes off. Different position, but I think similar thoughts to what I said to Eli Manning earlier. I think this is Eli's last year. I think that Larry is either in his last year or second to last year. Um, I mean, he's been playing forever. He was, he was on, I don't know how many covers of Madden he's been on. Uh, but yeah, he's I 30, I think is a nice way to put it. I think that's a fair grade. All right. So this is going to be an interesting one because it's a Tetson and it's not DeAndre Hopkins. Will Fuller. Oh, no. Pass. He always gets hurt. It's not worth it. Honestly, he's a good player when he's healthy, but he's not. There's better receivers than him, right? There's better guys out there than him. Cole, who did you mention? Will Fuller. Will Fuller the fifth. He's there's better guys than him, yeah. and he consistently gets hurt. Take a pass, straight zero for me. He's great, love the guy, but he can never stay healthy. Cole, twenty-five. All right. So now going on to the tight ends at Minnesota, Kyle Rudolph. Ooh. You know, I go for him. I I put him around seventy five. Yeah, I think eighty is a comfortable fit. Yeah, I think I think anywhere between the seventy and eighty mark is probably a pretty good span or range to throw him in there. Yeah, that's fair. Now that a few weapons are out in Pittsburgh, Vance McDonald. I don't. Hmm, I I don't I don't think so. I put him more around twenty five. He's not gonna be a complete bust pick for you, but there's once again better tight ends. A big fat zero. Really a zero. All right. So final category of the zero to hundred no, game. Well, okay, wait, wait. Let's go back to that. Yeah. Hold Tight on. ends. You only, you didn't mention Travis Kelsey, Kelsey yeah. Kittle, over in San so, Francisco. The, what so are the, you? What? Come on. So the reason why I didn't put Kelsey <laughs> is because I, guess a I mean guaranteed hundred. it's a guaranteed, guaranteed hundred. hundred you know? It's, 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 so it's you a redundancy. Want, so you want more of the controversial he wants, player? He wants spirited debate. Yeah. You don't want a clear zero or a clear hundred. You want somewhere in between. All right. So defense to start off, the ja I mean the Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars, they're they're not gonna be good this year. Yeah, zero. Yeah, I'm gonna put zero. Pass on. Really, a, a zero though? Cold yeah. clear. Hey, straight up. Hey, all right, all for right, all right, of our listeners, you tell us enough. why they're more than a zero. Yeah. Well, what, what's what's the what's your what's what's your ranking on them? So, I personally love the Jacksonville defense. I think they're gonna be top five in the league when they added 
edge rusher Josh Allen from Kentucky. I'll tell you a good defense. I don't know if you're gonna mention it. Minnesota. Oh yeah, man. The Purple Eagle leaders are back. That incredible. That After last season, go oh, for that squad. Absolutely. Go for that squad. Cole, continue. All right. So, what about the Cleveland Browns with Miles Garrett and Denzel oh, yeah. Ward? That's a hundred right there. Miles Garrett's gonna have a year. That Browns team's gonna be dangerous. See, I, defensively, I'm not sure. I think people are. I think they're overrated heading into the season. Nah. I, just because you pick up, nah. a, <laughs> just because you pick up OBJ, does not mean suddenly overnight your team is just the the New England Patriots. That's not how tools. it works. They got the tools. I think chance. it takes them a couple. I know. I think it takes them a couple seasons, and people are people are like, oh, you know, they're the new AFC, you know, hot team. I, I don't they're know. Not, they're not the Patriots. No, they're not the Patriots. But. Yeah. They are. Uh, they're top five in the AFC. I'll say they're top five in the AFC. They got, they've got top five potential. They got yeah. conference championship Absolutely. potential. Uh, defensively, though, Cole, back to your point. I, what did you give him, Kyle? I, I, I gave him 100. I gave him straight 100. A- you take that. 85. Squad. You take that squad. 85. Chiefs defense. Ooh. I'll go first chance. Well, I, that's 100 for me. I've got another actually uh, one of my defenses on my fantasy football team. I'd say. Um, I would say about 75, 85 on them. Yeah. There's right. better squads, but if you get them, you would not be mad. So to wrap up this defense in this first inauguration of 0 to 100, this is the defense. The Bears. Are they the best defense in the NFL? Not in the... I, I don't think they're the best in the NFL. I honestly think the purple people, people eaters up in Minnesota might beat them out, but they're definitely up there at the top. I would definitely say 100. If I got a chance to pick them, I'd go for them. Yeah, I don't think I would necessarily put Chicago at, at number one necessarily. Um, in fact, a website I'm looking at right now on Sports Nuts. Let me see if I can get it to pop up. They rank the top four. They've got New England at number four. Uh, Minnesota's in that mix. The Chargers and then the Ravens. So I don't know. I think uh, 75 to be comfortable with uh, Chicago Cole. All right. So interesting. Obviously, I'm going to pick 100, you know, not just because I'm a Bears fan, but that defense with Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, bringing in, you know, bringing all that energy in. They're playing Green Bay in Lambeau week one, which that that's going to be interesting. Be a tough yep, absolutely. And Green, Bay's always, Green Bay always puts up a tough fight. So that should be a very uh, – oh, and that's an NFC. Come on. I mean, that's a that's a great game. It's also a divisional game, too, so that's it matters a yeah. lot when it comes to Absolutely. playoffs once it comes to later in the season. I agree. So there's your 0-100 to 100 game there. Thank you, Cole, for being our wonderful host on that. And that will take us up to our first break. When we come back, the NCAA hot corner here on Triple Threat. Stay tuned. You're listening to Triple Threat on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia online at KCOU.FM and on the TuneIn app. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Jay Ashcroft, Missouri's Secretary of State. Our securities division works hard to protect Missouri investors. If something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Call us to learn if your investment advisor is properly registered. Give us a call today at 800-721-7996 and check with us before you write the check. 
Sponsored by Missouri's Secretary of State, Securities Division, Investor Education, and Protection Fund. This is how we do every day. We be grinding, and if you want to come and text us, If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is Mommy's Jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Triple Threat here on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia, online at KCOU.FM and on the TuneIn radio app. It's time for the NCAA Hot Corner here on Triple Threat. And we're going to start off on this beautiful upcoming week zero, talking about our games this Saturday. We got a 6 p.m. kickoff between number eight, Florida. And the Miami Hurricanes down at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Technically a neutral site game, but ooh, it's going to be interesting to see what crowd turns up more for that one. And then the 9.30 p.m. kickoff between Hawaii and Arizona in Honolulu. The Rainbow Warriors are going to try to start off their season right against an Arizona team led by, I believe still, Kevin Sumlin. I may be wrong on that. It might actually be Charlie Strong. It's a it's a former Big Twelve SEC coach that has fallen from grace and is actually terrible now. Either way, let's talk about Week Zero, boys, and we'll start with Florida and Miami. Cole, who you got? So personally, I think Florida is going to win this one because not only is it going to be played in Gainesville, no, but- it's, it's it's in Orlando. Oh. I thought it's... Yeah, nope. no, it's in Orlando. It's a camping world. Oh, excuse me. But <laughs> I still think Florida's going to win that game because not only is Florida ranked, in my opinion, a bit too high, but I think Florida's got the firepower, of course. They have Henderson, who is one of the best cornerbacks in the SEC. He got all SEC American nomin- honors. So he should be have a great year, and I think Florida's not going to be a bad team this year. Yeah, I mean, I think they're. it's going to be interesting to see. They got Felipe Franks. You know, that, that squad is... Looking to be pretty good, and then on the other side of the on the other side of the state, you got Miami, who I mean we we thought Tate Martell was gonna be the answer, um, but he was beaten out for the spot, so we won't be seeing Tate Martell probably. Instead, we're getting Jaron Williams as the starter. It was everyone kind of thought it was either gonna be Tate Martell or Nkosi Perry, and neither of them wanted to be the guy. So it'll be interesting to see with a uh, you know freshman quarterback in Jaron Williams um, if Miami's offense can exist at all against one of the you know an SEC defense that could really roll over the Hurricanes. I think Florida takes this one. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting um, matchup for several different reasons. Florida is one of these teams that I know a lot of people have speculated and kind of predicted 
are they one of the are they in the top five heading into the SEC this season? Um, I think personally, I'm looking at the ESPN. Uh, let's see, over under the over under is 47. Florida's got it by seven. They their favorite. Um, they're eighth ranked going into the season. Uh, this is going to actually determine if Missouri fits in the AP top 25, though, moving ahead to the season. I think there's some implications with this game. I'm not, I, I don't have all my ducks in a row, so I don't want to speculate much, but I've heard that. And so, in my opinion, I think Florida cleans their clock. I don't think it's close. Um, I think Florida's too talented. You've got an ACC, right, ACC, right? Miami's in the ACC. Yeah, Miami's You've, ACC. You have an ACC team going against an SEC team, uh, and Florida's been very dominant the last couple of seasons in this matchup. Um, I think Florida destroys Miami. That's just my opinion. Do you guys want to give your take on the game, or do you guys want to move ahead to the next next game we have listed? So I can talk about the game for okay. a few minutes. So you mentioned the spread is seven, which I agree. I would have said the spread is ten in favor of Florida. And you bring up the whole SEC versus ACC. I mean, when you look at the ACC as a whole, and you look at the SEC as a whole, even the East ACC, it's Clemson's rye. Like no one's going to stop them. Versus the SEC, you have Georgia, you have Alabama, you have LSU, you have A and M. Florida could have a great I year. Mean, so Missouri's up there in terms right. of quality squads this season. But ACC, it's just Clemson and everybody else. And maybe if, like, NC State or Florida State yeah. is a good year. Yeah, I agree. Let's move on to the next Week Zero matchup. We got Hawaii against Arizona. That 9.30 kickoff in, Hol- in Honolulu. Hawaii is just not good. <laughs> I, think, I don't think there's anything else to say about the Rainbow Warriors. They're just not that good. Arizona <laughs> favored by 11. The over-under for this game is 73, though. So well, they must expect a lot of points to be apparently, scored. Apparently, it's yeah. gonna be a shootout. And so, and you know, let's just face it: like shootouts are possible, and they happen a lot in college football, especially fun. seventy point shootouts. And you stay up until two a.m. to watch them. Yeah, yeah, you know. And last time I did it, we had that seven overtime thriller between A and M and LSU. Um, I don't think we're gonna get anything like that um, on Saturday. But you know, it might be worth staying up till two to watch the Rainbow Warriors and the Wild and the Wildcats. This game is not going to be the prettiest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Hawaii's once again not good. <laughs> Arizona, in terms of Pac-12 teams, also not good. But it should be fun. Yeah, there's actually I'm looking at the uh, board now for um, let's see. There's games on. For, there's games tomorrow. There's games tonight. Uh, I, actually, no, 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 no. light. August, next sorry, week. Next, week. next week. I apologize. You're yeah, next but week. there are a ton of good games on this um, board. You've got Georgia Tech, who's going to go to Clemson, uh, play the number one team in the country. Utah, uh, the 14th ranked team, will go to BYU. Um, Wisconsin, South Florida. It's not a great matchup. Ohio State host FAU, Florida Atlantic University. That'll be a terrible matchup. Um, I, I, well, Ohio State's going to kill them. I'll tell you another interesting matchup. You guys tell me who wins between Duke and Alabama. <laughs> Ooh, that one. And we'll talk about that more next. We'll talk about that more next week. But those, yeah, plenty, plenty those, of good those games those ahead. Will be, we'll be able to preview those on next week's show because they'll be happening that night. Um, but we can talk a little bit now about Mizzou's hopes. We're creeping up on the first game of the season against Wyoming. But uh, the big news that came out this week for the Tigers just missing out on the AP Top Twenty Five slot. 
in terms of votes, they literally are the number 26 team in the country. They were the first team to miss out on a spot. Surprisingly, of Nebraska making it in. Um, but, Cole, what do you think about Mizzou just edging out and not making the top 25 in the AP poll? So, I think this could be used as, like, a motivation factor, but you do bring up a great point in saying that Nebraska is in the top 25. And if you remember the season Nebraska last year, they eight. almost went winless last season. Now They were 4-8. They're, and eight. They, they only beat Cupcakes. So, and, you know, ranked above Mizzou and everything with, I mean, let's just face it, the reason why Mizzou was not ranked and they are not given, like, you know, Cultural playoff and, you know, SEC championship, you know, consideration, you know, contention is because that postseason ban is still there. I, I think you're right. I think there's definitely a little bit of that. I think also it's Nebraska gets ranked many times on rank al- on name alone. Um, Texas, you could you, you sometimes could say the same thing about them. There's an argument Texas is back. I'm not going to dive too much into that. I think A&M should be ranked above them. Um but either way, I feel like Nebraska, I mean, they had a decent recruitment class, but honestly, they're being ranked this season at this point on name alone. And, you know, the, the, that bottom quarter of the top 25 is going to change by yeah. next week. You're going to see a team like Iowa State or Syracuse or Nebraska. They're going to take a loss. And then it, they just drop out and then and drop yeah. out. And that leaves room for the Tigers to Abs- jump in. Absolutely. Well, and you've got Missouri. They came in. They actually finished with 117 total votes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned a great point. I think if I'm, I'm looking at the top 25 right now, they've got it, your top 10 Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, the Buckeyes, LSU, Michigan, Florida and Notre or Notre Dame and then Texas. But like to your point, Kyle, you've got teams like UCF, you've got teams like Michigan State, you've got teams like even Wisconsin, uh, the Orange, Washington State. These teams lose, it's one and done. Um, but looking ahead to Mizzou season, uh, tep- taking a step outside the polls for a second. So yeah, they will open up next Saturday um, at Wyoming. That's in Laramie. We've got Grayson Rainey and Joey Miller. Here from KCOU Sports on that call, so make sure to give the, those guys a listen. That game is at 6.30 p.m. Um, and, boys, you know, while we're talking about it for a second, and I know this has really been the talk on the street, Missouri's really got a nice schedule. I mean, it really couldn't set up any more perfect. They have one, two, three, four, five, five home games in a row. Then they go to Vandy, a terrible Vandy team. They go to Kentucky, a mediocre Kentucky team. They go to Georgia, which is, of course, going to be a tough road matchup. They're the third team in the country. They're second team in the SEC right now. Then they host Florida. That's going to be an interesting matchup. And then they, you know, they have Tennessee and Arkansas. So I really think, despite the NCAA sanctions, I think Missouri has the potential to have one of their best seasons in 10, 11, 12, 13 seasons. Um, with the way it sets up, because they play Ole Miss and Arkansas, who combined to go one in fifteen last season. You guys tell me if I'm wrong, but I think this is this is Missouri's got a chance to be a really good football team. Their schedule is really favorable. Their only truly like hard hard game is probably Georgia. Um, they have a they have a couple of other little hiccup spots, so to speak, but nothing that they won't be able to handle. In my opinion, um, 
I mean, in the end, it's it's going to be it's going to be a matter of if that postseason ban and gets I think lifted. Because the- here, here's my thought: if the postseason ban gets lifted, I mean, this team that that chip on the the chip on the shoulder that they had been playing with up to the point where that ban potentially gets lifted or stays, if it gets lifted, that that chip goes away. They don't have anything to worry about. They're just on even footing with everyone else. If the if the band stays, this team gets you know this team you know fights mad, and you could see them really you know turn on some you know turn on the Blazers here. For all of our listeners too, I think this is important to note. So the the decision, the appeal, I think the appeal back will occur sometime in October. It's going to be it's in a, the middle of the and season, and then it's a four. Yeah, exactly. So there's more. It's not going to come out right away. Um, what would really suck for Missouri fans is if we go 10 and 2. Oh, you know, let's decide on November 15th. Oh, you guys can't make a bowl. You know, yeah, exactly. I, something's going to something's gonna come down and it's not, it's either going to benefit Missouri or it's not going to benefit Missouri. Well, see, that, that chip on the shoulder, because you know they have it, is, yep. is going to either stay or it's going to come off at a time that might be okay. It really all depends on when the ruling comes. Because, say, the ruling comes down after the Georgia game. If they go undefeated going into the Georgia game, and it's possible, it's a, if you look at the schedule, that's actually more probable yeah. than 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 improbable at this point. No, for sure. Like and, the, and think of and the, I don't the, mean to, the, I don't the only hiccup, you off, but yeah, the only hiccup games going into that Georgia game, South Carolina and Kentucky, and honestly, they could win those. And think about that. Guess how many games Missouri has left after the the trip to Athens? They have three games left. Three. After if the you're trip undefeated, you, you're beating your last. You're beating Tennessee and Missouri. You have the opportunity if you're undefeated and you can go down to Athens, beat the dogs. You're undefeated. Then, then you have a chance to come back to Florida. Exactly. And Florida's a shakeup. I'm not going to say the Gators are going to come to Columbia and, and beat Missouri. I can't say that. Tigers, guess, have, Tigers have steamrolled the Gators the last couple of years. So that's actually more of a potential for the Mizzou, for the Tigers to win than for the Gators. Because I'll tell you this right now. Georgia will not be three when they play Missouri, and Florida will not be eight when they play Missouri. Right. Florida, I think Florida, go, Florida drops. I think Georgia... Georgia stays around the same. Yeah, I think Georgia stays between the two and the five mark when they play Missouri, and I think Florida will be anywhere between eleven and sixteen when they play the Tigers. I agree with that. I think that's I think that's fair. Not that I'm a college football analytic guy, but I've I've watched but I think that's I've watched enough college football over the years to see that's how things go. Yeah. I, I agree, and I think it's it's gonna be just a matter of when that band comes off or or stays. Cole, instead of seeing us, you know, fight it out and talk about it, you know. You are a third part of the team here. So what do you what do you think? Uh, talk about the band for a little bit and then talk about, you know, me and Kyle gave our take about a kind of team situation and uh, where they will be ranking. What do you think? So I do agree with what your points are saying about the postseason ban thing, you know, saying the chip on the shoulder, you know, that's basically what you're playing for right now. You're basically before the decision gets made, you're playing for a bowl game. You're playing for the opportunity. You're playing with the intention that you will be in a bowl game, especially with having the third easiest schedule in the SEC. And I think, in my opinion, the I think if I remember correctly, it's the easiest schedule in the whole SEC East. Mm-hmm. Sounds you have right. A, you have a real potential to have a really good season. And then going back to the Florida point, I do agree with what Chance is saying that Florida will drop from the eighth ranked and then, you know, be like the 10th, you know, 15th ranked. Because in my opinion, I think Texas is better than Florida. I think Michigan's better than Florida. I think Michigan State is better than Florida. A&M's better than Florida. Right. So 
I do agree. And, you know, the Georgia is the only hiccup game. And when you bring up if Florida is ranked like 10, 15th ish, Mizzou may be ranked probably around that same mark. So it's a very even match. And Kyle does bring up a great point saying that Mizzou has handled Florida in the last two years. Think of the last time that Florida went into Mizzou and Mizzou steamrolled the Gators. Then think of last season where Mizzou won their first Barry Odom history top 25 game when they went to Gainesville one 30 to 17 or something. Well, I'm thinking about this before we had a commercial break um, or it says cold simulation, but before we do head to commercial break, honest to God, we are sitting preseason. They have not played Wyoming. I want Cole to give his legitimate, what you think Missouri can go this season. And then I'm going to give it to Kyle and then I'm going to finish it off and we're going to go to break. So I, <sighs> And this See, is this, this is, is without the band coming. I, I just want everything that you know right now to what's today's date? The twenty second of August. Despite us not playing a first game, we've got the band. We have so many things going for the Tigers. What does Missouri finish? I think they get on. It's so hard to you know break the bull band because that has so many implications, like how the team plays and you know what motivations they have. But honestly, I'm saying ten wins. I think they lose to Georgia, and I think. They may drop a game against South Carolina, maybe lose to Florida. I agree. I think it's going to be 10 and 2. I think Georgia's a loss. Um, I say that they also drop a game to Kentucky. I think they beat Florida, but I think they lose to Kentucky. And I uh, think Missouri finishes with 11 wins and one loss. And that um, one loss being Georgia? Yeah. Oh, of course. I, you know, and I. Missouri could blow us off. Missouri could go down to Athens and just surprise us all. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think I, I just think that Missouri's season sets up so nicely with, of course, Kelly Bryant new at the helm, the new South. I mean, well, there's so much for fans there's to enjoy so the season, which is super nice. It's 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 weird. Even with the bowl ban, there's so there's this is it's a fun of, season to look forward yeah, to. There's this air of hope. Right? Yeah. Like, I didn't feel this last season. Last season, it was like, uh, Drew's got a senior season, but that's all we really need to look forward to. This year, it's like, this team could very well be a two or one loss team. Yeah, absolutely. Coming up, we are going to head to break here. Topic three, we're going to talk Mizzou soccer in the Mizzou Outlook segment. Stick with us here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. You're listening to Triple Threat here on your Thursday morning. I'm Jay Ashcroft, Missouri's Secretary of State. Our securities division works hard to protect Missouri investors. If something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Call us to learn if your investment advisor is properly registered. Give us a call today at 800-721-7996 and check with us before you write the check. Sponsored by Missouri Secretary of State Securities Division Investor Education and Protection Fund. has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org.
Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Whether it be t-shirts for your charity event or jerseys for your intramural team, let one-to-one print shop handle your custom apparel needs. Need some inspiration in crafting a logo or design? Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at one-to-one print shop and check out some of their latest work. Or check out their website at one-to-oneprintshop.com. That's O-N-E-T-O-O-N-E printshop.com. One-to-one print shop is the place to get custom apparel in Columbia. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see I'm just a boy I need no sympathy Because I'm easy come, easy go Little high, little low Any way the wind blows And welcome back to Triple Threat here on KCOU 88.1 FM online at KCOU.FM. Kyle Jones, Colt Susing, Chance Sticklin here in the studio. And we just finished talking a little bit about college football. And we're going to continue talking about college football. But not American football. It's going to be uh, the, the good old European football. Um, there's a game tonight. The Mizzou women's soccer team is playing the Golden Eagles of Southern Mississippi at Walton Stadium. Cole and I will be on the call for that non-conference matchup, the season opener for both of these squads. And promises to be a fun one. Mizzou had a decent preseason. They split their preseason series. Uh, They played their first one against Stanford in California. They got whipped 7-0 was not a good showing, but then they went over to Colorado State, and they beat Colorado State 3-1. to one. Goals from Jaden Easley, the freshman, Sarah Lubert scored from the penalty spot, and Jalissa Cisneros also got herself a goal, and it promises to be a very interesting season for the Tigers. They're ranked 10th in the SEC in the preseason coaches poll. To me, that seems a bit low. This team has the potential to be great as long as they stay healthy and as long as their stars perform. Julissa Cisneros and Sarah Lubert both have the potential to have breakout years. It is Lubert's senior season, so this is her last go-around as a Missouri Tiger. She also has backup with Macy Trujillo. Bethany Coons has a chance to back her up in the midfield. Blythe Beldner, one of the uh, kind of freshman stars of last season, has also has a chance to go for it in her sophomore season. And then Jaden Easley, who I mentioned, scored in that that CSU game. All-state player, all four years in high school. USA Today Performer of the Week for Ozark. She is a Missourian, 5'2 forward. A chance to either come off the bench in support of Lubert or maybe get the start alongside Lubert and Cisneros. A chance for her to really make an impact coming into her first year as a Missouri Tiger. On the other hand, we do have Southern Mississippi, and this is a young team, Cole. This is a young, inexperienced squad. Not a lot of their players 
played last year. Not a lot of their players who did play last year played a lot or got starts. The one, you know, the one kind of shining star on this team is Kendall Men uh, Mennich, who uh, did play and started all 19 games last season in net. She's a junior this year. Went 11-6-1 last year. Recorded 67 saves out of 200 shots. Had about one goal against average, so surrendered a goal per game. And Southern Miss has already gotten some SEC experience so far this season. They started out their uh, preseason with a loss 2-1 against LSU and then went over to Mississippi State in Starkville and for their final preseason matchup, shut out the Bulldogs 1-0. Olivia Durham scored the game winner after the hour mark, assisted by Haley Pahevitz. Those are your, uh, That is a duo that the Tigers are going to have to watch out for. Durham played in 20 games, started 12 last season, had four goals, shot on goal percentage of 700%, or 0.700, second best on the team behind Monica Maldonado. It's going to be an interesting game, Cole. Your thoughts? It's definitely going to be an interesting game, and, you know, we talk about, you know, the whole Mizzou schedule, and think of the non-conference schedule, and think of how hard they rank. Like, you look at, you know, the non-conference schedule last year. They had to play against USC. They had to play against Northwestern. They had to play against Gonzaga. And, you know, two years ago, they had to play against Stanford. They had to play against, I'm pretty sure, Stanford again. Another so, U another USC right. game as so, well. When you think of, you know, the non-conference schedule and you see Southern Miss, you, some people may think of it's a blow-off year and everything, blow-off, you know, team everything because, you know, they're not as relevant as, like, you know, let's just say USC. But Southern Miss, you know, you do break up great points saying they do have the SEC experience. They just shut out Mississippi State, and Mississippi State is usually a good team every year. Yep, and they're going to have to use the Southern Miss game also as a tune-up. On Sunday, they travel to Columbus, Ohio to play the Ohio State Buckeyes. I do have a friend who plays for the Buckeyes, Selena Vickery. Hopefully she starts. I'd love to see her start for the Buckeyes. Um, she was a real just just hot prospect in high school. Super, super quick. One player of the week for our region multiple times. Scored in the most clutch situations. Also was the drum major for my high school band. Wow. Yeah, um, really if she winds up starting, yeah. it, it'd be uh, it'd be interesting to see how the Tigers deal with her. Chance, any yeah. closing thoughts on this matchup against Southern Miss? Yeah, no, uh, it's going to be in Columbia. It'll be a chance for Tiger fans to come out and watch the squad perform for the first time this season. Um, and then they've got a number of home games uh, really in a row. Um, but no, you guys, I mean, I was going to, before you took it to Cole, I was going to say you might as well open up your own Mizzou soccer podcast. Cause I mean, you, I mean, that was, that was stellar information. Um, but no, you guys took the words out of my mouth. Um, I think I was looking at the roster while you guys were, you know, giving your takes. They've got plenty of upperclassmen. They've got a lot of red shirt juniors and seniors on this squad. Um, yes. but I, like you said, I think Luber, um, is a very, very important player to this tiger squad. Um, and then Minyich, like you uh, mentioned too, uh, is really super important. Um, but no, I, I think that you guys mostly kind of wrap that up nicely. Um, Kyle, I'll send it back to you though, before we head to break. Yep. It'll be interesting. One more kind of closing remark. Zoe Cross is one of the midfielders for this Missouri squad. Tore her ACL in the middle of last season. 
only one game after returning to the squad. She had been playing with the England national team in the U-20 World Cup. The three Lions finished third place in that tournament. Had to redshirt last year due to that injury. We haven't been able to see much action out of her. It will be interesting. If she is back to full health, and I do not know if she is, it will be interesting to see if she can make an impact on what will essentially be almost like a sophomore season. She played a little bit during her freshman year, but not too much. If she can really make an impact on this team, it'd be good to have you know a player who has gotten you know gotten you know attention from the England U twenties. I mean that's a that's a squad that for you know for just a wee bit was being you know you know top of the top of the rankings. You know U twenty World Cup third place. It'll be interesting to see if she shows up. Um, one more player to or one more thing to mention: Southern Mississippi. You know you talk about in house recruiting, right? Only has one player from the state of, of Mississippi. Six of their players are from Florida. Five are from Texas. You counter that with Mizzou, who has a host of players from Missouri or, you know, right next door in Kansas. Sarah Lubert's a Missouri, Blythe Belner, Jaden Easley, Macy Trujillo is from Kansas City. You've got uh, um, Bethany Coons is from Union. I mean, this is a team that's, you know, stacked full of base, kind of kind of local talent, so to speak. Now, obviously, you do have your Zoe Cross. You have uh, Moad Asami from Lagos, Nigeria. She went to school at Travis in Texas. But this is definitely, it seems like a more closely, you know, in-state-bonded team than than uh, Southern Miss. It'll be interesting to see if that has any effect, especially with the relative inexperience of the Golden Eagles. But that's going to take us to our next break. When we come back, our favorite sports moment of the week, as well as, uh, you know, just a little bit more talk. So stay tuned. You're listening to Triple Threat on KCOU. We'll be right back. Zoo Softball and Baseball on KCOU is brought to you by B&B Bagel. B&B Bagel offers some of the best breakfast in Columbia and is conveniently located a few minutes off campus at 124 East Naifong Boulevard. For their hours and more information, visit their website, bbbagel.com, or call them at 573-442-5857. For updates on their hours and specials, follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well. KCOU would like to thank B&B Bagel for their continued support of KCOU Sports and Student Radio. When you're weary, feeling small, when tears are in your eyes, Last year, four million people graduated from Red Cross classes. One of them could save your life. Join them. Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association at this station. KCOU is streaming instantly to your computer or mobile device. Just log on to kcou.fm to listen online anytime. 
KCOU 88.1 FM. Hey, Mizzou fans, did you know that research at the Wellness Resource Center indicates that 80% of MU students have a negative opinion of people who litter during tailgating? This is why Mizzou has the best fans in America. This public service announcement has been brought to you by the Wellness Resource Center, Craft Beer Cellar, and KCOU 88.1 FM. I'm Jay Ashcroft, Missouri's Secretary of State. Our securities division works hard to protect Missouri investors. If something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Call us to learn if your investment advisor is properly registered. Give us a call today at 800-721-7996 and check with us before you write the check. Sponsored by Missouri Secretary of State Securities Division Investor Education and Protection Fund. Triple Threat here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. Breaking news. We don't always get the, the breaking news uh, during our show, but we do have breaking news now. Patrick Chung, Patriots player Patrick Chung, has been arrested and indicted on charges of possession of cocaine. No, Not too many details coming out. No punishment yet from the NFL. But Patrick Chung has been arraigned, arrested, and charged with possession of cocaine. I'm sure this story will develop further, so we won't go into it too much more. But that is breaking news, and that will be a pretty big impact to this Patriots squad for the upcoming season. I imagine he will get a multiple-game suspension for this particular arrest. But that is not what we're going to talk about now. Instead, we're going to pivot and talk about what's your take? Everyone's favorite segment of the show. Cole, I know you have come up with this week's edition of What's Your Take. So, heal us in. What you got? So, the What's Your Take edition this week on Triple Threat is going to be a NBA segment. It's going to be, does Carmelo Anthony, now we're not going to look at his NBA career as a whole, is he a Hall of Famer? Chance, start. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get my opinion out of the way and let you guys yep. Keep go, it quick. go at it. He is with who right now? He's not with the Knicks, is he? He's, he's nowhere. He's, he's nowhere. He's, he's nowhere. Free agent. He's, the last time I, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I say yes. He's been in the, how long has he played in the league? Probably about how long, how long did he play? How long? He was drafted in the 03 class with That's D-Way what I thought. So he's been LeBron. there for a, so De- he's played with some, he's played with some of the greats to play the game of our generation. He was in the um, same draft class but as LeBron. To D-Way. shorten things up, I think he's a great player, a great role model too. He's not, you know, obviously I don't see him in the news a lot for good reasons, good, good faith. Uh, but yeah, my, my vote would be for Anthony or Carmelo, I guess, uh, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I think he sucks. Okay. He's I don't think he deserves to be in the That's Hall your, of Fame. Okay. So uh, he's he's not like he didn't win any championships. The Knicks were never good when he was there. <laughs> like, why are we rewarding bad why are we rewarding I bad don't think play? we're I don't think you're you know, okay. He's, okay. We, he all, sucks. we all we all have our own opinions. 
All right, so this is my opinion. So going off of what Chance said about being a good role model, so Carmelo Anthony is known for someone who doesn't take the bench, and it's pretty much his road or the high and He's road. very selfish on the court so, as well. I mean, that's why he's not playing anywhere. Is he's he's a he's a tox, he's toxic on the bench right. and in the locker so, room. So not only that, but let's look at some statistics. So not only were you in the same draft class as Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron James, how many championships have D, has D Wade won? How many championships has Chris Bosh won? How many has LeBron won? All right, so let's look at this. So Carmelo Anthony has been on the All NBA second team twice in his career. His true shooting percentage is not in the 250 of all time. Do you want to know what he compares to with true shooting percentage? Who? Jason Terry and Lou Williams. Oh, no. His offensive rating is comparable to Eric Gordon. He has a win share percentage of 0.4. Oh, excuse me. He has a win share percentage of 48 games, 215th of all time out of 250. And his career plus minus is a 0.96, the same as Matt Barnes and Tyreek Evans. And to compare... LeBron's po- career plus minus is a nine point six. Carmelo's is a point nine six. Yeah, see, there's a, there's an obvious there's an obvious you know it's, there's an obvious little level. So I'm I'm going no. Cole, you're going no. I'm going no. The one I'm gonna go now that you guys have said that it's a maybe. I think, and I think that we can all agree to this. There are different things that people look at differently. That decide whether a player is to be in the Hall of Fame. Your play on the court, your role, your role off the court, how you contribute to community. Um, I think it's much more than just your play on the court. Um, but to your point, they were never good with the Knicks, and I know there was a lot of controversy with that team when they had Anthony. So I think it's more of a, I think it's a 50-50 shot. It's it's not. We could throw out some You're, guys. We you th- want him in there because he stayed with the Knicks for, you know, he, for, for, for a decade, essentially. Yeah. But the his, point is, his, he his, wanted to go to New York. He tr- wanted to yeah. trade out of Denver. His, his longevity with the Knicks and the mm-hmm. fact that he was the face of that franchise is why you want him in. But longevity does not equal success. That's the Case thing. in point. Yeah. Case in point. Wandy Rodriguez was with the Astros for the better part okay, of my okay. life. What's, okay. And he's never going to make it in because <laughs> hey, he let's, sucks. Hey, hey let's, stay, let's stay on the hardwood. Let's not switch sports here in the middle of this. All right, all I, right, I, hold I, on. <laughs> let's, let's, let's counter then. Luis Scola was with the Rockets for years. Also sucks. Cole, I like, or not Cole, Kyle, I just love how you're just, you're just calling players out. You know, they suck. The team sucks. Who sucks? You know, hey, for all of our listeners, we are all three great guys with three great and incredible sports minds, but we are not afraid to voice our opinion. To wrap this up, I think that Anthony is a 50-50 shot, depending on which angle you look at him. Um, yes, he did have a long career with the Knicks, but I think it's I think it's up for debate. Now, we're going to move on to our favorite sports moments of the week or of the past couple of weeks. We'll, we'll throw that out there. And do my, it in a sentence because we don't have much time. Because mine's, mine's the past couple of weeks. So we're going to go in a triangle here. We're going to start with Cole, then we'll go to Kyle, and then we'll wrap it up with me. So my favorite sports moment this week was Steph Curry with the funds he gave to the Howard Golf men's and women's. Oh, yeah, that was good. He's, he's, provided, that, he's provided a historically black college university with – a golf program again. It's awesome. I, I love to see that. Um, let's see what else is there. We got um, my favorite moment, which would have to be Charleston Athletic. First time. What? Well, no, sorry. 
that was going to be it, but actually it's Union Berlin. Union Berlin has been a German club, has been around for decades. Um, finally got into the Bundesliga, and at their first match in the Bundesliga, all their fans held up pictures of loved ones who had passed away before Berlin got into to the Bundesliga. They were not able to see their their you know favorite team play. So they held up pictures of loved ones, and then Union Berlin counted those people as part of the official attendance. That's great. No, those are great. Um, I'm going to take uh, more of an athlete angle. It happened, this is why I said a couple weeks ago, it really happened over a month ago, but I'm a big Royals guy, and so it was really cool to see Hunter Dozier hit his first big league grand slam. That was, that was uh, pretty. Against the Indians. That was pretty. Um, and that was actually on the road at Progressive Field, so it wasn't in front of the home crowd at Kauffman, but as a Royals fan, as a true KC sports lover, I thought that was super cool, and I was actually had the privilege to work that night over at KOMU. I got to talk about it. So I thought that that was, and it, it happened, of course, about a month ago, but I thought that was a really cool moment in sports. Kyle, I'm going to send it to you back for one more time to wrap up uh, our show here. Well, thanks for tuning in to Triple Threat. We're going to be on uh, on KCU here every Thursday, 11 noon. So keep tuning in at this time. If you enjoy us, we're going to have more for the rest of the semester. But for now, have a wonderful rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy week zero of college.